0: Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. A special thank you to our newest patron, Alex Martinez. You too can become our patron for as little as $3 a month. In return, you'll get your own private podcast feed with ad-free episodes, full transcripts, and more. Learn more by visiting livinghour.org slash patron. Today's reading was edited and adapted from... The Ideal Made Real, by Christian D. Larson, published in 1909. Humanity believed not so very long ago that the circumstances in which each individual was placed were produced by inevitable fate, and that the individual could not change them. We believe more or less in chance and luck, But now many of us have realized that we create our own destiny and that fate, circumstances and environments are but the products of ourselves, acting alone or in association with others. If the surroundings in which you live are not what you wish them to be, know that you can change them. You can make those surroundings ideal you can make those surroundings better and better at every step in your advancement, thus making real higher and higher ideals in your life. This is a positive truth, and should be impressed so deeply upon your mind that no former belief on the subject can cause you to doubt your possession of this power for a moment. The importance of impressing this fact upon the mind becomes very evident when we understand that no matter how much we may know, we will have no results, so long as we doubt whether what we have undertaken is really possible or not. To have real results in any undertaking, especially in the changing of our surroundings, we must believe with our whole heart that we can, and we must, constantly employ all the necessary principles. No undertaking ever succeeded that was not animated, through and through, with the positive faith that it could be done. And such a faith is simply indispensable if you wish to create ideal surroundings for yourself, because the process depends directly upon the way you think. You must think that you can, so as to fully annihilate the belief that you cannot. Know that you can, and in that attitude continue to apply the necessary methods. Let nothing disturb your faith in the possibility of what you have undertaken to do, and you positively will succeed. To create ideal surroundings, the first essential is to gain a clear understanding of what actually constitutes your surroundings. The world in which you live is a state of many elements factors, forces, and activities. The physical environment, with all its various phases and conditions, has been considered the most important. But this is not necessarily true, because the mental environment is just as much a part of the world in which you live as the physical. The term world is not confined simply to visible things. It also includes states of mind, your mental tendencies, thoughts, desires and motives, and all the different phases of consciousness. The place in which you live physically, the place in which you live mentally, the place in which you live morally and spiritually, these places combined constitute the world in which you live. All of these states and conditions are necessary parts of your surroundings and it is your purpose to make these necessary parts as beautiful, as perfect, and as ideal as possible. The place where you work with your hands and brain is a part of your world, but the same is true of the place where you work in your dreams, in your aspirations and ideals. The circumstances and events of your life, physically and mentally, the opportunities that are constantly passing your way, the people you meet in your work, the people you think of in your thoughts, the people you associate with, and the friends that are near, the various elements of nature, both visible and invisible, the many groups of things that you come in contact with in your daily living, all of these things belong in your world. In other words, your world is composed of everything that enters your life, your home, your experience, your thoughts, and your dreams of the ideal. All these things play their part in bringing to you the good that you may desire or the ills that you may receive. Consequently, since the world in which you live is so very complex, and since so much of it belongs to the mental side of life, The process of change must necessarily involve mental laws, as well as physical laws, but here the majority make their mistake. Many great reformers and human benefactors have tried to emancipate people through the change of exterior laws and conditions alone, forgetting that most of the troubles of humanity and nearly all of our failures have their origin in the misuse of the mind. We all know that the mind is the most prominent factor in the life of women and men, and yet this factor has been almost entirely overlooked in efforts to change the conditions of the human race. Everything that we do begins in our mind. Therefore, every change that is to take place in the life of an individual must begin in their mind. When we examine all the various things that go to make up the world in which we live, we may find it difficult to discover the real source of them all, how they were produced, who produced them, why they happened to come to us, or why we went to them. These are problems that we are called upon to solve before we can begin to create ideal surroundings. The first great fact to be realized is is that your mind is the most important factor in everything that you do. And since no person can change their environments until they change their actions, the first step to be taken is a change of mind. Learn to change your mind for the better, and you will soon learn how to change your surroundings for the better. Before you proceed, however, there is another important condition to be considered. It is the fact that a portion of what is found in our world is created by ourselves, while the rest is the product of those minds with which we work and live. In the home, each individual contributes to the qualities of the world which all the members of that home have in common. But each individual lives in a mental world distinctly their own. When the mental world of each individual is developed to a high degree, It will become so strong that the fate of that individual will not be affected by the adverse conditions that may exist in the home. The same is true of the environments that we meet in our places of work. No person need be affected very long by adverse surroundings or obstacles met on the job. You will finally become so strong that you can overcome every adversity that may exist in your physical world. And thus gain entrance to better surroundings. To enter a world that does not correspond with yourself, and to go in and live where you do not naturally belong, is to go astray. And such an action will not only cause all the forces and elements of your life to be misdirected, but you will place yourself in that position where nothing that is your own can come to you. There are vast multitudes who have gone astray in this manner, and that is the reason why we find so many people who are misplaced, who do not realize their ideals, and who have not the privilege to enjoy them. But we may ask, why do people go astray in this manner? Why do we associate with people that do not belong in our world? Why do we enter environments that do not correspond to our nature? Why do we enter vocations for which we are not adapted? And why do we pursue plans, ideas, and ambitions that lead us directly away from the very thing that our state of development requires? These are questions that everyone must answer, because no one can get the greatest good out of life or make the most of themselves lest they live in a world where they truly belong. It is only when you live in the world created by yourself, or in a world that others have created in harmony with you, that you can be your real self. And since you must be truly yourself to be wholly free, and to advance naturally and completely, this subject is of great importance. There are two reasons why we stray from our own true world and enter worlds where we do not belong. First, because we frequently permit the inferior side of our nature to predominate. And second, because we permit the senses to guide us in almost everything that we do. No person who has qualifications for the living of life in a superior world will ever enter an inferior world if they do not permit inferior desires to lead them into destructive paths. And no person, no matter what their work may be, will go down this scale, so long as they follow the highest mental and spiritual light that they can possibly see during their most lofty moments. Follow the highest and the best that is in you, and you will constantly ascend into higher and better worlds. All your creative forces will thus build for you better and better surroundings. Because so long as you are rising in the scale, everything in your life in the external, as well as in the internal, must necessarily improve continuously. There is no need whatever of ever entering an inferior world. No person need pass into environments and surroundings that are less desirable than the ones in which they are living now. In fact, a person may take the opposite course. If you endeavor constantly to attain superiority, you will steadily work yourself up into superiority. And as you become superior, you will find an entrance into those worlds, those environments, and those surroundings that are superior.